0: I truly understand what you're saying when it comes to the violence in the black community, but you're incorrect by placing all black men in one pot. All black men are not violent and dangerous. You're truly thinking as the white man would think. And that's why there's so much police brutality towards the black man, because with the negative stereotype that you're encouraging, Towards the black man. Welcome to Real Black the Forum podcast. This is Big BJ checking in. Today's conversation, we're going to talk about police brutality. We're going to talk about police brutality. We're going to talk about stereotypes. We're going to talk about black on black violence, right? Quando Rondo challenge, man. We're going to talk about black on black violence, right? And, um, yeah, man, we're going to have a real conversation, right? Shout out to our brother T. Blake. Because it was our brother T. Blake that reached out to the podcast. And he sent us an audio message. And, um. He had some concerns so of course uh we love our brothers we love our sisters these conversations that we have is not for the devil so yeah and we can actually help our people get a better understanding of what we're doing over here we got no problem doing that right how about that you know what i mean so we're gonna have that conversation before we begin the conversation i want to say that the real black Content is platform is growing and you'll be able to find us on more platforms in the future, right? So within the next, I want to say 48 to 72 hours, you can find us on the overcast platform. We'll be on Amazon Music. We'll be on the Cast Box platform. The Pocket Cast platform. We'll be on Radio Public and we'll also be on stitcher podcast right so the podcast is growing so we definitely so you know we appreciate you guys support right you know um there was an opportunity that we could have took early on and we could have made some deals we could have paid some folk you know what i'm saying they said oh we're gonna do this and do that and you know what i'm saying we was like nah <laughs> it's like nah 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 we um we believe in the product we believe in the content we're gonna let it you know we're gonna let everything grow organically man we're not gonna pay nobody we ain't doing that so you know things are growing organically and we appreciate all you guys support right the importance of having us though on multiple platforms is that you know one of our biggest distributors is spotify but every conversation that we produce um Spotify they don't air everything right so we had like our last two conversations and the title of one is that you know American Negroes and we pointed out the enemy of our people small hats devils and sand niggas and we understand business is business and Spotify being that they have millions of viewers and millions of customers they can't put everything out on their platform we get it business is business but you can find our conversations on other platforms right so we get it but that's the importance of having you know your podcast your channel on multiple different platforms so everybody can hear the content because you know beloved we don't talk to devils over here this podcast is not for devils this is not for small hats. This is not for sand niggas. This is for the 17 million plus the 2 million. Right? That's, that's who this conversation is for. You know what I mean? And, uh... We're gonna keep it that way. How about that, right? Our brother T. Blake reached out to us. And he said he felt as though that... When we talk about black-on-black crime... We're putting all black men in the same pot. And he said that all black men are not violent and he said that uh he on the real black consciousness form podcast we thinking like the devil <laughs> imagine that right we thinking like the devil <laughs> and he said um this is why there's so much police brutality because of the negative stereotypes that you know it's out in the open and he felt as though we're contributing to the stereotypes about black men right if you ever hear any of our content when we talk about black on black crime we have a saying on this podcast right and we say that niggas shooting niggas is as American as apple pie right is that a stereotype that we say that do you think we enjoy saying that do you think it's a proud moment for us when we say niggas shooting niggas. Is as American as apple pie. That's a problem for us. Black on black violence. Who's to blame? We're to blame. Who specifically. Many of us that are born from 1970. I want to say. From 1970 all the way up to 1984. It's on us now. We gotta we gotta tote that pail of water, that shit heavy too. But we gotta hold that goddamn pail of water because that's on us. Jane blame Big Mama them. Cause we are Big Mama's children children, right? So that mean when we turn on the TV and we see these jits in the early twenties with gunplay all over the place. That's not Big Mama babies that's doing that. Those are babies. That's 1970 To 1983, 1984 That means all of us Was in high school in the 90's All of us Class of 1990, 91, 92, 93 All the way up to what Maybe like 2002 All of our babies That's us That's on us You think we would promote A stereotype to get our babies Jammed up No, beloved. We ain't doing that. It's just real because that's our babies that's doing that shit. These ain't strangers that's doing that shit. These are our babies. That's no stereotype. Hey, yo, check this out, right? You know. The one thing about this podcast. In which I truly feel. We growing organically is because. We not going to give our people what I call black cotton candy. Black cotton candy is having a person get on the microphone and he going to talk about the Mayan civilization and black folks greatness. He going to talk about the Kushite dynasty. He going to talk about the Timbuktu and he going to talk about the Kemetic dynasty and he going to talk, he just going to get into this game where it's all black greatness is concerned, right? But when you look at the Real Black Contest Forum podcast and we have a backdrop, you know what I mean? If you look at the backdrop, the backdrop have Bloods and Crips and Folks and Vice Lords. And then it has Nation of Islam and it got the NGE and it got black Christians and it got it's all of us. It got black Masons, black fraternities, black sororities. It have the whole village on there because that's the whole black experience now if we just sit back and give y'all some cotton candy we can do it i'm pretty sure we probably grow a little fast if we do that and if we wanted to grow the fastest we, all we have to do is get the microphone and shit on black women all day because <laughs> that's how you get to the top just get on the microphone and talk about how the black woman wearing weave and she got fake fingernails and she got eyelashes and we're going to leave out the part she's doing all of this underneath our watch. You know what I'm saying? She getting all these BBLs and all this shit. But we just, we can do that. But we don't do that. But we're going to talk about that too. But we're not going to get on this microphone and talk about Kemet so goddamn much that we're going to leave out the part that the gas station in inner cities is the most dangerous place in America after eight thirty nine 9 o'clock is that a stereotype these jits is turning these gas stations into mini clubs and they shooting and busting it I'm talking about every yo check this out beloved I gotta back up a little bit let me back up a little bit niggas shooting niggas is as American as apple pie okay can I predict something to you beloved every weekend in America a black child is going to get shot by another black child. Our babies is shooting. they turning the guns on each other. And it's going to happen every single weekend. And Brother Blake is saying it's a stereotype. All black men aren't violent. We are. Do you know why we are? Our ancestor, the great Martin Luther King Jr., peace be upon him, said... There's a time where your silence, beloved, your silence, your silence is a act of betrayal. We know the shooters. We not saying nothing. We know the shooters. We not blind. We know who pulling a gun in the neighborhood. We not going to turn them in. We got a code. A snitch code. The snitch code mean it's cool for Rico to shoot JoJo and we not say nothing. That means we're complicit. That mean all of us is involved now, cause the niggas that shooting is our cousins, our brothers, our brother in laws, our nephews, our grandsons, and it's just what it is, beloved. We live in the village now, right? Check this out. We live in the village now and that. If I'm driving down the block and there's a car in front of me and he stopped the car in front of me and he's talking to somebody having a conversation I dare not better not blow that horn the Midwest you better not blow that fucking horn you better sit there hold that steering wheel at a 10 to 2 and you better wait or you better bag up turn the car around and just go around a long way because if you blow that horn in the Midwest Cleveland Detroit Chicago Cincinnati Toledo Dayton Milwaukee that's gonna be some shit you don't do that shit here that shit have definitely turn into a whole nother thing because our people are violent violent towards who violent towards each other now all these small hats you know all these black artists come out of the neighborhood they're super tough they making these records they're going into the recording industry and they're getting jerked out their publishing and Their points and they're not getting the money for being a writer and everything. Whatever the case may be. Jojo and them not going up there and putting a gun on Weinstein. Or Goldberg. It's not happening. He'll turn that gun on. Your nephew, your grandson. That's the reality. That's the reality. Black males between the ages 16 to 28. They got to be avoided. That's a solution that we provide on this platform. There's poison in our young people lines from 16 to 28. They got to be avoided. Now, did brother Blake. Call into the show and say. Big VJ, the police violence or the police brutality is is through the roof because this, that and the third. And I know it's some bullshit because uh, my solution is this, that and the third. No, he didn't do that. But I will say this, beloved. They have a ride-along program. They got a ride-along program whether you live in Boston, New York City, Detroit, Memphis, or Birmingham. And if you want to, as a contribution to your community, if you think that the police are doing too much, you can ride along with them. I would encourage you, beloved, to sign on to the ride-along program and go with those cops. But you know what? Niggas ain't going to do that. Because you know what that's going to come with. If you think there's too much police brutality, I'm going to encourage you to do this. Tell your sons, your nephews, and your grandsons to sign up and be a Memphis police officer, a Chicago police officer, a Compton police officer, a Houston police officer. Let them go join the force. But you know what? Niggas ain't going to do that. See, look, I'm going to tell you the real deal, right? I'm going to tell you what police brutality stem from, right? It, it First off, it stems from devils being devils and um you know so many of our people became police officers black and brown folks became police officers but once we put that uniform on see that small hat he did something very tricky in the 90s he, he fucked our people for some he got it for a few generations and we got to do something to turn the corner to get back around it right so let's go back to the date that we used earlier the children that's out on the street right now is our babies and again the parents of the children that's running the street right now was born in between 1970 and 1984 right okay so that means that us as their parents we never got no fire hoses put on us the devil didn't put no dogs on us they just didn't have it in our generation we as a generation that was in high school during the 90s right maybe we graduated 2000 2001 2002 2003 but that's it that's our window right there all right I repeat it nobody put police dogs on us they didn't put the fire holes on us that that didn't happen with our generation so we got to look at our babies where did this culture of hating the police come from they got it from my generation you know what I mean because we let a small hat get amongst our talented brothers and they created a song called "Fuck the police in the 90s right so their experience in California could have been real. Right? It could have been authentic, right? But what happened through art and video was that see that Small had took that image and he promoted it all around the country. And we vicariously took on their story. So even if we did not have a bad officer event, we were still raised with the fuck the police mentality. Then in our generation, we had niggas running in and out of jail from the neighborhood to the jail, from the neighborhood to the jail. And they was cutting a corner through their affairs. They was always cutting corners. So it was a um, it's a normal culture that was produced of us disliking the police. We dislike authority figures. Pops is not in the home. Now that's going to be the cherry on top. So that was our generation. So now we have our babies. And our babies watched us with this fuck the police mentality. Now, Officer Rodriguez never did nothing to Laquan. These young niggas ain't never got no fire holes put on them. Ain't no dogs never barked and jumped on them. But they just got this culture of fuck the police. All we got to do is hold the pail of water because we ain't got nobody to blame because they're my babies. Now, me personally, when I see an officer, I always say, hey, brother, I appreciate your service. Officer Johnson, appreciate your service. Officer Rodriguez, appreciate your service. Because I'm not finna do that shit. My kids ain't finna do that shit. My cousins ain't finna do that shit. My grandbabies can't come to me and tell us some pop something to be a, no, no the fuck you not. We not doing that. Let them do that. But the respect level is not there for the officers that look like us. Where did that come from? That came from our generation. We let a small hat put us in a trick bag. See you are what you see This is the point That black America's gotta fully grasp to You are what you see If you are seeing content Right and this is Have everything to do with the gates Everything have to come through your gates And your gates in the human body Beloved is your eyes Your ears Your nose and your mouth This is how things enter Into your brain Your soul into your stomach The problem with our people is that we don't control our gates. We see anything, we listen to anything, and we don't control the farms in which the food is produced and we eat and bullshit. So some of the stuff that we see our babies doing is ethics, some of it, but it's not all ethics. Because there's things going on with this guy behind the curtain. He can produce images and we are becoming what we see. That's why many of us in the neighborhood are sexual monsters. We love threesomes. We love foursomes. We love orgies. Niggas get a kick off shooting their life force on a woman's face. Where did you get that shit from? Mama them told you that? Daddy done pulled you to the side? Big daddy pulled you to the side and told you to take your semen and splat it on a woman's face? No. Wicked Jews and Italians created the porn industry, and you seen devils do that, and you seen it so much it tapped into your lower vibration. And you got arousal for that. And then you took your original woman and you did to your woman like he doing to his woman. But you seen it first. That went through the gates of your eyes, beloved. Now niggas is running around saying, Oh skate, 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 skate. Where did they get this shit from? You are what you see This is why beloved we're going to have to have A conversation about your gates That's why We talked about earlier First I got to show you who your enemy is first Because anything that you start to Pick up on and learn And this shit looking foreign and fishy I'm telling you beloved you look behind The curtain It's three people going to be there If not all three The small hat going to be there The devil going to be there And that sand nigga going to be there Your elders ain't going to be behind that curtain. You and I know right now, if we start talking about the rap industry and the hip-hop industry, right? And we look at all the artists that we love. Snoop Dogg, DMX, Tupac, Jay-Z, Jeezy, Yo Gotti, E-40, Too Short, Luke. And behind the curtain... All the artists that we love and respect. The small hat is behind all of them. And the reality. Of the situation is that. If our brother minister from Chicago. Farrakhan was over the record industry. They would have never got a deal. Do you think any of the artists. That we love. Could have came out on Nation of Islam records. Fuck no. Lost Founds. Fuck no. That shit not happening. Now. Nah. Let's go to our brothers, the Black Christians. You think any of the artists that you love could have came out on T.D. Jake's records? No. Now, let's go in the further. Let's go behind the curtain. Can it come out on Jimmy Iovine records? Yeah, they can. Jimmy Iovine is a small hat. That's your open enemy. He going to promote that shit on you. Yeah, they can come out on that. How do you get a Megan Thee Stallion? How do you get a Megan Thee Stallion? How do you get a Cardi B? How do you get a beautiful black woman named Suki with the good coochie? You get the small hat that is the CEO and he runs Atlantic Records. It's easy to get it when you put the devils in the back. It's easy to get it when you put the small hats in the back. But maybe all that is a different story for a different day, beloved everything is not a stereotype man some of this stuff we got to be able to stand up to and say beloved that's us we got to hold that pail of water because these ain't no invisible people children the ones out there slinging and banging it on those are the children of those that was born between 1970 and 1984 those are our babies out there on the street now so we say on this podcast, beloved, we teach our women, we teach our sisters that single parents, you got to get out the inner city. Because the inner city is the nigger making manufacturing grounds of America. That's what you send all the people of color from around the world and you want to convert them from nationhood to niggerhood. You got to send them to the inner cities of America. And it's the American Negro. We don't know or have the wherewithal to say we got to get out these cities. We got to really take a good look at American history. See the Italians, he used to stay in the cities. He was American's second nigga. The Italians. If your last name ended in a vowel, you went to jail. The Italian-Americans is America's second place niggas. The Irish was Americans first place niggas. But they had the sense enough to see damn the trap is in the inner cities they got out the inner cities and we went into the inner cities we're the new niggas in america and we think we're gonna beat this game goddamn we think we're gonna rebuild and change things and no 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 the inner cities is the marketplace that's where you dump the trash at you can't fix no goddamn inner city so i tell our sisters especially the single parent you got to get out the inner cities because this is where you go to make niggas at Yeah, he was a strong Nigerian warrior. He was a strong man from Ghana. He was a stand-up man from Angola. He was a stand-up person from Honduras and Brazil and the islands, right? He was good in Jamaica. But when he got to these inner cities, in five years, in 10 years of life in Philadelphia, in Detroit, in Boston, in Newark, in Compton, He's a nigga now He got the nigga talk He got the nigga slang And he got the nigga gangs And he'll be dead After a while Nipsey was a shining star Beloved Nipsey The East African As beautiful as a soul that her brother was He went to the nigga making factory of L.A. So we tell our sisters as a solution, beloved, y'all got to get out the cities and go to the suburbs. If you cannot afford the suburbs, you got to go to the townships. So we got to look at the numbers. We got to really look at the numbers and you will see that the crime rates is through the roof in every inner city. Now, I'm going to show you how to read this statistic now. Crime numbers are fake and they can be ginned up with over policing we just seen a sister in atlanta she's sitting in the park she was arrested they said it was a crime you know what i'm saying but the whole thing stemmed from over policing because if there was other shit going on they had more to do i'm talking about the atlanta police department didn't arrest the sister that was in the park but she got arrested nonetheless okay now watch how this work the homicide numbers is what you have to pay attention to because that's a that's the real numbers right So we got Brother Blake. He comes to the podcast and he say, you know, all black men are not violent. Now, we have to go to the numbers and see what real violence look like. The head of violence is homicide. Every inner city that you go to, right? Because our city, right? The city of Detroit. We average, I think, maybe 370 homicides per year. That's the average. This is why when you get to June, halfway through the year, they say crime is up percent, or is down 10%, they do that based on a projection of homicides. Now, crime numbers can go up for over-policing, right? Niggas can get jaywalking tickets and you get arrested for child support or some silly shit like that. But the homicide numbers is what you got to watch because that's the behavior of the people on the ground. So if we average 370 homicides a year, you can't fudge those numbers. Now, here's the, here's the thing that gets really... Uh, what's the word I want to say? Uh, it's discouraging. Because when you look at the state of Michigan, there's counties in Michigan that didn't have a homicide in the last two or three years. And you have to ask yourself, okay, well, damn, wait a minute. Let me get this straight. Because in these other counties, they got these devils there, these East Indians there, all these other folks there. Some of our people is there too. And you like, these niggas is going to the Walmarts they going to the clubs, they drinking, they dancing, they gambling, and they they having fist fights, but they're not killing each other. We can look at the whole state of Michigan and look at counties. They, they ain't having a homicide in two or three years. Then you start moving around Michigan, and when you start getting in Lansing, it's going you know, to start going up, and then you start coming a little bit more south. When you get to Detroit, the homicide numbers just explode. Okay, they have police grabs that to this because we're in the age of technology that you can go through your police graph now and they'll show you what area in the city the homicide took place at they'll put a blue dot or a red dot there depending on your county right this is wayne county so you can go through wayne county and they'll show you exactly where the homicide is at all right in the future we're gonna have to have a conversation about our gates because again we don't control our gates what we're seeing what we're hearing what we're eating and everything just not on ethics that's part of it right it's just saying everything just not ethical though it's shit that we're eating and we listen to it's changing up something. it got to be something you know what i mean it got to be something else besides ethics right but the solution to our sisters is get your babies out of the city now if you can't get your babies out of the city and you're a single parent and you're raising boys we believe in a no friend zone no, don't let your little man, he don't need no friends. He don't need no goddamn friends, if he, especially if he got a brother. Let him hang around his little brother, you raise him, but we live in a day of time, you can't even have your babies around your cousins now, because their cousins might be offering some shit, and we don't want you to let your, you know, you got your babies around your sister, your brother kids, and they ain't shit, and they drag your kids into some shit, because how it normally works in the village is that The real knucklehead ain't ain't nothing gonna really happen to the real knucklehead. The people that's alone with the knucklehead, they the one catch the bullet, the straight bullet and everything else. But we believe in a no friend zone. 16 to 28, that's the danger zone for black males. There's a poison in our baby's eyes that we cannot, we don't understand what it is. We don't really understand where it come from. There's a lot of forces that we're going to talk about later. But until this subside, all black males between 16 and 28 shouldn't be even around each other they should avoid each other like the plague don't speak don't say nothing just do business go to work and leave go don't say shit to each other 16 to 28 there's a poison there we live in the village and it's not a stereotype beloved we're going to go to more funerals and weddings you've you, you missed it i say it again when you come to the black community this is a village where you are going to go to more funerals than weddings because this is where we at with it is this shit a stereotype we not gonna give nobody no cotton candy on this goddamn platform we finished this goddamn oh let me tell you about how great Kim it is and you know y'all built this and you built that when did it happen Big VJ 5,000 years ago (laughs) all this great shit you did 5,000 years ago But then when you go to the goddamn, I tell you all this shit and you go to the gas station, you get shot because you walked in on some jits having some shit. They got some shit going on. They always got some shit going on. Now, when it comes to black males, here's the, here's what, this is where you turn the corner. You go to the club. Everybody's in the club over 35. Drinking is going on. Smoking is going on. And it seems like it never get violent with people over 35. So what is going on between that block of 16 to 28? We don't care. Because that's not, we don't come back down in our village and we try to fix the youth. We say, we just stay away from them. And we sit back in the corner and we watch them shoot and kill each other from afar. And we just try to pick our sons and our nephews and our grandbabies out the fire. And we let these young Jits just kill each other. And we let the other half go to jail. And we sit back and say, well, this is what's going on. Because this is really what's going on. But it's all about ultimately what's going into their gates what's going into their eyes what's going into their ears if you got a project beloved that came from your enemy it's gonna you up but you got to know who your enemy is first i will you know it'd be nice if i can come and tell you that your enemy is invisible and because you know our people play that game it's the invisible enemy it's the invisible devil but let's talk about the law of duality if there's an invisible devil what's the physical counterpart right or better yet just give me the attributes of the invisible devil and big mama would tell us what the invisible devil he come to steal kill and destroy so now we have to do the law of correspondence all right that's the unseen what's the what's the seen counterpart who is walking around on your planet that always love to steal kill and destroy you put them in a mix you just put the watch to it it's gonna happen just put the watch to it now who's the champion of stealing killing and destroying Shit, you just you tell me what nation has come from you tell me what nation has come from and then once we get the enemy together we start saying look the projects that's coming out of this enemy eventually is going to do something to steal kill and destroy us Because that small hat put our people in the trick bag with law enforcement. Now he hit his hand, he gone by this business. But it's our culture running around talking about fuck the police now. Our culture. This small hat put us against the biggest gang in America, which is the police department. Now our elders didn't do that. Our elders came out of a. Listen, our elders came in. Goddamn fire hoses. The goddamn dogs. All on them, and they just would peaceable people. They didn't, but then you start putting small hats start coming around them, and you know what I'm saying. And I ain't gonna say what the ADL was doing to our brother Martin Luther King Jr. I, I ain't gonna get into that because I don't, you know. You look, you do the history on that shit, and then these these small hats start coming around the NAACP. And then they begin to see, damn, we such a soulful people. We people that Mr. Muhammad say sport and play, and we had we're rhythmic, and we can sing, and we can dance, and we can give life to things. So now you get the small hat. Now you get to fuck the police. And then they got our brother from New Jersey who moved to California, Ice T, and then he he make the Cop Killer record, and they put that out. And then when the backlash came, they gone. See, that's how they play the game. You get out there as the artist. You do it and you get the backlash. They sitting behind. You got to hold that bag. And now the youth is looking up to you because they take you and they make you a star on their platforms. Suki with the good coochie. My niece can turn on the TV or click on the YouTube and the next star she going to see is Suki with the good coochie. There's so many brilliant sisters now. Intelligent minds, real artists, real poets, they'll never get the record view at Atlantic Records. The devil running Atlantic Records. Can you imagine, beloved, seeing a sister? Jeez, oh, man. I just I'm gonna leave it alone. Man, I'm finna let it alone, man. Because man, this open enemy, beloved. He finna, but we going we gonna talk about that. We're gonna talk about him too, man. See, you're gonna get balance over here, beloved. We ain't finna give you we're going to give you some black on black crime. Yeah, yeah. Niggas fucking up, but niggas got some help now. I'm going to show you. So we talk about niggas fucking up all the time. I'm going to show you the help he getting. Because <laughs> he get some help. <laughs> shit, he getting some goddamn help. You know what I mean? And, uh, you know, I ain't mad at Spotify, beloved. Because Spotify got us on a good platform. But shit, as long as we talking about niggas doing this, niggas doing that, it's all good and the minute we say shit, we talk about your open enemy boy shit got different they say no we're not gonna you gotta talk to your podcast manager about that one we ain't gonna you know you know what i'm saying but it's cool because we got the game for master p we just need distribution beloved we we own the content so we ain't tripping <laughs> Shit, we we got yeah, there we nah we ain't playing that game you know what i mean you know what I'm saying? Shout out to Pop my man. Pop my reached out to us. And um the devil that owned that. He wanted to do a deal. And uh, it's interesting because you know, some of the things that we say, we we say was real. And uh believe it or not, beloved, you know, it's a lot of devils that listen to us and they be like, V, we they can respect it. You know what I'm saying? They respect it. Our people is um man believe it or not beloved our people is really respecting it because they like yo this is real you know what i'm saying and um we going to a new place beloved we're gonna have to tell the real we're gonna keep it just like that man yeah man we're gonna keep it just like that beloved because yeah man long as you we talk about black on black crime yeah we can do that but man it's something behind that curtain we're gonna talk about buddy behind that curtain we're going to talk more and more about Buddy Behind That Curtain. And we're going to talk about the gates, beloved. You got to watch your gates, beloved. You got to watch what you're seeing. Because these are windows to your soul your ears, your eyes, your nose, what you're eating. You know what I mean? Our people got to get back into farming because we're eating with the devil producing. And we don't know what that shit is making us do some of this shit that these young people are doing is we're going to talk about the biochemistry in it because it's that's the hidden hand we're going to talk about the biochemistry in it and we're going to talk about that solution as well um, because everything ain't ethical everything ain't ethical I used to think so but um, you know Dr. Wesley Muhammad I, I can hear his words in my mind, and I'm thinking about it, and I had to sit on it for a minute. And I say, damn, maybe Doc, maybe Doc is right about some shit. You know what I'm saying? Because all this shit can't be ethical. It's something else going on, and I submit to you, beloved, there's some biochemistry in it as well. So when you start hearing me talk about the gates, it's going to make more sense when I start talking about the gates of heaven now. The gates of hell now but when you hear that term gate you can't think about the picket fence and you no know, we ain't talking about no goddamn picket fence no chainly fence we talking about the gates that's entering your soul and your body which is your mouth your eyes your ears and your nose so when we start talking about the gates of heaven that's the best of what's going through your gates that's the best of and then when we had a conversation about the gates of hell, what's going through your gates that's the worst of, that's touching that lower vibration, and we begin to act these things out, we're going to have that conversation, all right? How about that? Peace and black power to your family. Thank you guys for listening, man. Thank you guys for hanging out. Real Black Content is a Podcast, man. Big VJ, I get it with you guys later. Peace. Thanks for viewing the podcast. Be sure to like, share, comment, and subscribe to the channel on all social media platforms. Real Black Consciousness Forum. Real Black Consciousness Forum. And we out this piece.